This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, January 27, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. Several states are working on educational freedom this year. Jason Bedrick, policy analyst at the Cato Institute Center for Educational Freedom, explains how those states might change how children get educated. Well, as Yogi Bear used to say, it's difficult to make predictions, especially about the future. Uh, but with that caveat, I think 2015 could quite possibly rival 2011, which was uh, what the Wall Street Journal called the year of school choice. There are about a dozen new and expanded school choice programs in 2011. And right now, there are dozens of states that are considering school choice proposals. Um, for example, uh, Colorado, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, South Carolina, South Dakota, and Texas are all looking at uh, new scholarship tax credit programs. Uh, they're looking to expand scholarship tax credit programs in several states, including Georgia, Indiana, and South Carolina. And uh, I know of at least three states that are considering education savings accounts. That's uh, Mississippi, Oklahoma, and Virginia. Uh, now, obviously, not all of those states are going to end up passing something or signing it into law, uh, but in a number of states, there are very serious proposals, uh, and it's likely that several of them are going to pass new and expanded school choice programs this year. Well, let's start with New York. Um, Governor Andrew Cuomo there has had a fairly interesting uh, and sort of highly touted dispute with uh, teachers unions there. And he has, uh, in some ways, endorsed uh, scholarship tax credits of a sort. Yes. Actually, he spent um, quite a bit of time in his State of the State address this year uh, laying out his education agenda. He ruffled a lot of feathers in the public education establishments because he Identified failing schools as a very as a crisis uh, uh, in New York, and he said that the you know the current teacher evaluation system uh, was baloney, and he wanted to reform it. Uh, but one of his most controversial, uh, at least for the public education establishment, one of his most controversial proposals is a scholarship tax credit program where. Uh, individuals and corporations would donate to nonprofit scholarship organizations that fund lower-income families. Um, they're also tying it to uh, donations, uh, tax credits for donations to public schools as well. Uh, but uh, he's the first major Democrat governor to uh, support a scholarship tax credit program. It's already passed the Senate, and um, it is likely to pass the House especially since Cuomo has said that he's going to tie the um, scholarship tax credit bill to the DREAM Act. Uh, So there's something unpalatable for both sides. Uh, The Republicans would have to swallow the DREAM Act, and the Democrats would have to swallow the scholarship tax credits. Uh, The DREAM Act, of course, being uh, the bill that would give in-state tuition to undocumented uh, children of undocumented workers living in the state of New York. Uh, so he seems to be really serious this year. Uh, he campaigned uh, in his campaign. He made a number of promises. Of course, you know, as his, his father said, you you campaign in poetry and you govern in prose. Uh, he made promises last time around and didn't deliver much to the chagrin of Cardinal Dolan and all of the families that um, were supporting it. But we'll see. Uh, he's definitely making all the moves that makes it look like he's serious this time. Fans of school choice have been making the point for a really long time that you can be a Democrat uh, 
in a state with um, uh, a diverse state like New York and still survive politically. Right. And actually, among the Democrat base, if poll after poll shows that a majority of Democrats support school choice programs, uh, in particular, low-income minorities, uh, blacks and Hispanics in a number of different polls, have had support for school choice proposals uh, north of 70 or even 80 percent. Uh, so it seems to be like it would be a natural fit for them with the uh, with their constituencies, but of course, some constituencies. some constituencies. But of course, there are others that are more organized and have more money that are against it. And so that's why the Democrats tend not to favor school choice. So, what is happening in Texas? If New York gets a school choice bill before Texas, that, uh, that would really be something. But uh, this year looks like a year where they're going to quite possibly pass a school choice bill. Um, the new governor, Greg Abbott, has expressed uh, support for school choice, but uh, it's really Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick who has been at the forefront um, of, of pushing school choice. He's going to be, as Lieutenant Governor, he's the president of the Senate. He has made it uh, his top priority. It was the first thing he talked about in his inaugural address, uh, citing Martin Luther King Jr. and saying that, uh, pointing out that they actually already have school choice in Texas, just as they do everywhere else. If you're wealthy enough, you can afford to live in a school district with a high-performing public school, or you can afford to pay tuition for your children to go to a private school. If you aren't wealthy enough, unfortunately, to live in one of those districts or send your kids to private school, then you don't have school choice. And so he wanted a bill that would grant school choice, likely a scholarship tax credit law, and We'll see. With uh, with him at the helm, it's uh, looking like a serious possibility. Georgia. what What's going on in Georgia? So Georgia is a very interesting case because they've had a scholarship tax credit law for uh, a number of years now, since 2008. Uh, both individuals and corporations can, can donate, and they get a dollar-for-dollar tax credit. But there's been a $58 million cap, and uh, the donation period opens every year on January 1st. Um, a few years ago, all the credits were claimed by mid-August. Uh, then in 2013, they hit the cap in May. Last year, they hit the cap in just three weeks. And this year, they hit the cap in a matter of hours. As a matter of fact, um, taxpayers tried to donate about $95 million. So it's $37 million more than the cap. So there is going to be a major push this year to increase the cap. Uh, there were some polls released that show overwhelming support for increasing the cap. Uh, but there is some division among different uh, pro-school choice factions. Some want to just have a, a simple cap increase. Uh, they're talking about up to 200 or maybe $250 million. And then there are those who are pushing for a separate corporate uh, tax credit program. It would be corporate only. They wouldn't include individuals. And that would be a means-tested program that also adds a number of accountability, so-called accountability measures, like imposing standardized testing and whatnot. Uh, really just sort of unnecessary uh, additional regulations. Right now, they have a, a universal program where anybody can participate, although the tax credit organizations uh, tend to um, they tend to do their own means testing, even though they're not required, and they prioritize low-income families. But they also have the flexibility. 
if somebody's, let's say their actual income isn't reflected on their, their tax statement because there's an illness in the family or a special needs child, something along those lines, the scholarship organizations can take that into account. But if you have means testing that is you know, a strict cutoff, they lose that flexibility. And some people who really would need a scholarship end up being left out. Jason Bedrick is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute's Center for Educational Freedom. You can read more of his work at cato.org.